0: FCS football podcast
1: with Joe DeLeon. Well, let's get fat. And Sean As and promised, James. we're kicking off the 2022 offseason with our first fantastic interview. Throughout the 2022 offseason, we're going to be speaking to a number of current players, coaches, former FCS players, and also guys that are training for the NFL. Today's first guest that will be featured on the FCS football podcast with Joe DeLeon and Sean Anderson is pj burkhalter who is a multi-time fcs all-american and a dominant offensive lineman from nichols before we get to that interview though folks i do have to tell you about bet online bet online would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond for the nfl bet online remains the number one spot for all of your sports wagering action for 2022 new year and new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code believe to get started for basketball football hockey boxing and ufc right to your favorite vegas casino games don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022 bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports Bet online where the game starts. Now let's get to that conversation with PJ Burkhalter. So now joining us for our first off-season interview is Nichols offensive lineman PJ Burkhalter, the three-time All-American from Nichols. PJ, how's everything going for you, man? You uh, enjoying the time off from from the season and getting ready for uh, the uh, process to be for getting ready for the NFL.
2: Yeah, it's been going good. I've been working out, uh, trying to stay in shape, uh, going to the, the CGS uh, tomorrow, actually, tomorrow, so I'm getting ready for that. But, uh,
1: yeah, it's been good. Uh, so, what have you been, like, where have you been training at? Have you determined which gym you're going to be heading to and all that stuff, or are you just training at, at school still? No,
2: I'm going, I'm going to be uh, going to D1 training in Gonzalez, about an hour, away from uh, So... Uh, uh one of my teammates jerry uh, joseph was the right tackle he going there so it, you know i'm gonna have somebody there to work out with me too so
1: yeah I, when i did my my combine prep there were like four and, and i sorry not combine prep pro day prep i wasn't going kind to of the combine but um we, we, <laughs> sean laughs at that because he knows it's I, so I, I, so I shouldn't be nauseous. laughing i i,
0: I was just done <laughs> i just finished Right, <laughs> nothing.
1: <laughs> but I had like four or five Rhode Island guys there with me, so that stuff made it it so much better having all those guys there, right. and it just made it so much more entertaining and having some uh, you know familiar faces there and all yeah, that sir. good stuff.
0: Yeah,
1: so, I, I PJ, I want to get into the you know first thing. You're, you're on this journey. You're heading to the NFL most likely, and there's all these smaller leagues that are popping up. So there's so many opportunities for guys like you to get that opportunity to keep playing flipping things all the way to back when you were being recruited and when you were stepping into a position to play at the next level, what was your recruitment like? How did you end up going to an FCS program? So um,
2: I had a, I had a, some some interest from big schools like LSU and you know, Mississippi State and UL, uh, uh, University of Louisiana, Lafayette. And, you know, I had Nichols and I had some uh, smart schools like, um, like Alcorn and I had um, – some more teams that's in our conference like Southeast NNM, but I really wasn't recruited hard like that. Um, but, um, I chose, I chose Knicks because of Tim, coach Tim Rebo. Um, he was his first year coming in. Um, he was a great dude. He convinced me. And then when I came on my official visit to Thibodeau, I mean, it just felt like home. It felt like my, my town, uh, Franklinton, a small, you know, uh, great community. And then, um, coach Lee, uh, Roussel, my office line coach. He also, he does a great job with, you know, uh, coaching and they um, coaching me up for the past seven years. So it was really about them two and and, and
0: also the community. Were you confident that you were going to play early on when you got there? Because I know a lot of guys when they go in, they got to put on a bunch of weight. They got to <laughs> get stronger, work on their their feet, you know, all that stuff. But were you confident as soon as you showed up that you'd be vying for reps?
2: I was because, you know, uh, before Coach Rubo got here, I think we had like the, the longest uh, losing streak. In, in college football, I think it was like they went like 0 and, like 0 and 20, whatever it was, for like two, years, two, wow. two, three years straight. Yeah, So I think I had a chance coming in, but he told me, like Coach Lee, uh, Coach, uh, he, he kept it real with me. You know, you got to come in and work. You got to prove that you belong. So And I did. But, you know, my first two years I didn't play because I had a kidney issue. So I had to sit my two years in um, 15 through 17. And then I came back in 17. And then that's when I started my old five years.
0: They must have given you like a medical redshirt or something for that, right? Yeah, I had a medical redshirt yeah, yeah, yeah. and then COVID hit. So I had that Oh experience.
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you've been there for what, seven years?
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: I got here in 2015.
2: Wow. So I had to sit out two years. Uh, right right before uh, my first day of, of fall camp, the team doctor had called me and my mom and said I could never play football again. Um, I was done. Um, and wow. Then, yeah, I just kept working, man.
1: Wait. Uh, so, how did that? How did things translate from being told that you were never going to play again? Like we had a we had a teammate, LB Mack, who right now he's same <coughs> who chooses you. He's preparing for an opportunity to play at the next level. Messed up his neck. Doctors told him he's done, mm-hmm. and now he he got to finish and play his last season. So, like, how did that end up happening? Where I told you you were done, and, and here you are, three time All American.
2: Yeah. So uh, my it was my the spring of um high school is going my, my senior year had a spring in. And um after the spring game, I went to the bathroom and I was urinating blood. Wow. I, you know, you know, as a you know, 16, 17 year old kid, you're like, Man, what's going on? So you know, the first thing you do, you call your mama, your mama your daddy, you know. <laughs> and um, yeah, so he um came to find out I had low kidney function. Um I had to sit my whole um the whole summer, so I couldn't do nothing because I was getting evaluated and stuff. Um but the doctor, my doctor in New Orleans, cleared me to play my senior season. Didn't have problems. But you know, when I got the nickels, um, the team doctor was like scared of dehydration or getting hit in it or something like or something like that. And then he made the decision, you know, uh, not to not to clear me. But them two years, now, uh I started going to a CrossFit gym. I lost like 50, 60 pounds. And coming to find out, the gym I was going to, he owned. So he was always at the CrossFit classes, and he seen how much weight I lost and how good I was doing. And, at the end of the 16th season, you know, he called Coach Rebo called me back in and said, I'm going to give you a shot. And so it was on it was on like that
1: So you're you're you know, you mentioned that before you came in and you made that decision to go to Nichols, that they were on that 20 game losing streak. And Sean and I played on some rough teams and we came into uh, a program that was also not winning. And, you know, our decisions were really based on getting that opportunity to get on the field early. Uh, and, you know, I was granted that ability to, 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 to play early on my freshman year. What was your reasoning despite coming into a program that had a long losing streak that, you, you know, you made that decision to to pick Nichols?
2: Um, again, it just it just felt like home, you know, uh, when I got down here, my recruiting uh, visit, it, I mean, it, it was easy. Um, I didn't really even have to think about it when I seen campus, when I seen stadium. When I got to interact with Coach uh, Coach Tim Rebo and Coach Lee, it was it was easy for me. So and, uh, and, and, and um <laughs> and, I'm sorry. Um no, you're good. I just um, I just felt like it was a special place, you know. Uh, Coach Rebo, uh, he sold he sold um, the message to me. Coach Lee sold the message, and I just believed him. And then uh, what we did over the past seven years, man, is incredible. So
0: so yeah. So looking back at it now going from a soon to be former FCS player and you see all the um invites and you're looking at kind of the FBS bowl games like what's your reflection on uh how the FCS in your opinion has compared to the FBS and I know we really comparisons not a fair thing to do but you know it, spending a lot of time in the FCS what, what what have your reflections been on the the conference itself
2: no, I think it's been I think it's been great uh you got a lot of players that, that get drafted out of the FCS um you know F- FBS always gonna be FBS but I think um, FCS is, is right there with them so yeah
1: you know on uh, on on that note and you know talking about some of that difference in level of play you saw a lot of guys during covid. Right when that stuff happened, they entered the portal. They hopped right in the portal and they moved up. Like you know, Bailey Zappi went on to Western Kentucky. He ended up having a huge final part to his career, and now he's going to the Senior Bowl. Did you at all consider doing that at any point, or were you set on sticking around at Nichols?
2: I did. You know, I did. I did think about it, but at the end of the day, I'm a lawyer guy. I wanted to be loyal to my teammates at Nichols. Uh, I wanted to finish what we had started, um, and I'm, I wanted to be loyal to. Um, the university, and Coach Lee. Uh, coach Lee's my offensive line coach, and we just have a great relationship, and I think he one of the best coaches in the country, and Coach Tim Rubo is also, so it was it was very hard for me. I thought about it. You know, it kept me up at night, but at the end of the day, I relied. I came back to loyalty and what they did for me when I wasn't on the field producing for them, so, so yeah.
0: Now, you said uh, loyal a couple times, and, you know, when you're an offensive lineman, that's kind of one of those things that he kind of gets embedded in you are there any other characteristics or traits of being an offensive lineman that you really appreciate or have come to appreciate uh in college
2: I just think like you know you got these some receivers that want to be in the camera all the time I just I just <laughs> like the, the old lineman who you know who don't have the on bands on you know during the game you know just come out there right. like a like an old fashioned, you know, no sleeves, you know, just ankles taping and wrist tape <laughs> and, and let's get it on. That's what that's what I appreciate. I don't like the, you know, all the extra stuff. So yeah, and just, just being a good teammate, keeping uh keeping uh ego at the door, being coachable. Um, you know, stuff you know, stuff like all, all
0: offensive linemen. So yeah. Did you get uh real close with your other offensive linemen kinda of in your class or that you uh play with over the years? Cause I know. Oh. That- yeah, we had like four in my group that we all were just—I mean, tight as nails. So I, I'm assuming it's like that way uh, across the board. But uh, it's always fun to see other offensive line have that. Oh group yeah, too.
2: we we're always cutting up in the group chat and in, uh, in, uh, text messages or Snapchat. We always cooking together, you know, down here in Louisiana. You know, we always looking looking for something to cook, you know, or, or getting together. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, I got teammates like Jaya Joseph, who was a who was a All Conference automatic tackle, you know, left tackle. Um, Mark Bartholomew, you know, the center, Evan Roussel, uh, Bailey Trusty, Zach McKinnon, all them great guys, great guys.
0: Now, when you guys went out for like O-line dinners, I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain that you guys did as we did. Did you guys let specialists come, come along? Because I, I I don't think we had any specialists. Uh, no, I, was, I never roommate. received the invite. Or, or even even skills players also. Yeah, I we had, just, we <laughs> had like the, uh, the running back, the running back. Sometime. Okay, I guess, yeah.
2: And the quarter Definitely <laughs> the quarterbacks. <laughs> uh, I think we had a, a few D linebacks and some. Oh, you that ki- Oh, that's. The,
0: <laughs> yeah, I got invited yeah. to zero D line team dinner. I, <laughs> I got invited to zero.
2: The dynamic yeah, I, was not great was right now. Our our quarterback used to uh, take us out every Thursday. Chase Four K used to take us out uh, yeah, every Thursday. for Tolo's pieces real, and he used to spend about one hundred fifty dollars on pieces and wingspots. So, oh, nice. Yeah, it, it was easy. Yeah, it was easy to, uh, to play ball for him.
1: I have a really stupid question. So the the thing that I I was roommates with Sean in in college, so I I know him very well. And one of the things that I know is Sean's favorite thing, and as well as our other offensive linemen at Rhode Island, uh, they're very fond of sitting. So, like whenever we went somewhere, we're always looking for a chair. I- I'm curious to get your thoughts on on sitting as an offensive lineman. Is it is it as hyped up as it as most linemen seem? the same? It is definitely.
0: You, sure you go to the party, you find the couch. You go to the party, <laughs> you find the wall. You just post it up. Sweat? Yeah. Oh, you can't, you can't be out there for too long. You you're just drenched. <laughs> well I'm gonna bring a backup backup clothes <laughs> with me. No. <laughs> <laughs> knees start hurting oh up. god I'm, I've been standing <laughs> all day hey. Hey, he's always, he was Joe was always so baffled about it I'm like Joe you guys are hey, I'm not hey, I know specialists I are real players but you're like you go out you're a little early you get your stretch in and then most of the day you guys are just having fun whereas right. we're just on our legs the whole day and it's just yeah. like if we're going to a party or a bar I'm like let's just sit down, man. Let's, can we just sit down? <laughs> yep, yep.
1: Well, a lot more of it was that if I went somewhere with Sean, it was one, if, if I needed to find him, I would just go look for the couch and be like, Oh, look, there's the entire offensive line. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing too, was, um, whenever we had to like leave or go somewhere, it would be like, nah, I sat down, man. We're, we're here for another 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so getting back to being a, you know, more focused questions. Um, you you started after dealing with that adversity you get into the starting lineup you're doing really well and then you really really start to progress into this guy that is uh, a recognizable name in terms of being a consistent all-american i remember when sean and i first started doing the show your name was always one that we always recognized and i even recall talking about you on the show when we first started out doing it when we were when we were still in college um what went into that development? Like, what did you focus on in that period of time that helped you go from being a starting offensive lineman to an All-American?
2: I give everything to Coach, coach Lee, my offensive line coach. Again, he he's incredible. And, you know, um, being there seven years, he still coached me like I was a freshman. Um, so development never ends for a, a player, um, an athlete, a, um a athlete. So he's um, just really just focusing in and, and in them two, in them two years, you know, I had time to, to mature as a, as a, as a man, you know, and I, <clears throat> I served, like what to do, what not to do, you know, um, being on time for ways, you know, going to class, showing up to me early, always bringing a notebook uh, to me is writing, uh, writing down notes and stuff. So that was, that was really big for me. And I think that's the difference of me becoming a, uh, a good player into an all American player uh, every year. So I always found different stuff in my game uh to fix. You know, I still got improvement um uh to fix. Um but yeah man just just never being satisfied and I always you know always trying to to get better and um and yeah and, and my teammates man you got some good players uh that that's that's, uh, that's
0: right there with you um every day you know um so yeah uh, PJ, which uh lineman in the pros or college do you uh try to emulate uh if there are any or and then additionally, which uh offensive lineman have you just kind of looked up to for uh for your career, you know, as a kid watching football, all that stuff? Are there so any that you kinda is, Yeah.
2: So my so mine is Quinn Nelson. Okay I try to I try to, I try to my, uh, model my game at the his. he a modeler I try I can to see be a modeler. That. Uh, so yeah, uh, he like jump setting and, and doing all the, you know, stuff like that. So I try, I try to, uh, my game
0: like him. So, yeah. Oh, interesting. I was, uh, I was always a Tyron Smith guy and then Trent Williams here in DC, they were always big for me. So it's always fun what, to see.
2: What was this new play? Tackle. Uh, tackle. Oh, yeah.
0: I got you. I got you. yeah. Yeah. So is it, it's always, uh, cause, cause your talk you're talking with other Okay, I'm not tall. I'm not tall now.
1: Yeah, you're you're six six. All
0: right,
1: (laughs) (laughs) what were you saying? I didn't mean to cut you off. I was (laughs) saying
0: it's always fun to to talk about you know which dudes you like that are in the (laughs) NFL. Like who who's like who had a really good game. I the the Lane Johnson was like teach tape for all of 2018 for us. Just him uh, doing all that. Well, were there any uh, what w- were there any pro teams or pro schemes that you guys were watching in the, in the film room that was aside from your own to get a kind of break from just the monotony of just the college style stuff?
2: I think I think we did uh, a lot of coach uh, coach uh, film. Yeah, I think that was really it. I think coach we watched some Eagles. You know, uh, we, we we really like watched like techniques of right. what they did. Um, we we took some some scheme stuff like some screens from the coach, like screens what they did. Um,
0: but other than that, it was just more of a technique. I mean, that's a good technique. team to, to take some scheme from, though. They know how to do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they know how to do oh, it. Yeah, sure. yeah, They're yeah, they sure.
2: they, they really good. <laughs> I, that's, you know, I don't have an NFL team that I watch. I just watch good offensive linemen right. play. So, yeah. every every I can't even watch football like a, a regular person because I'm always just looking at the offensive linemen.
0: That's what I when the when the NFL top 100 comes out, I just co- I comb through whatever the offensive linemen are yep. and then I'll then I'm I'll the get to it. I'm just like, all right, let's see, <laughs> let's see what highlights they pulled from me. I'm just sitting there. I'm the same Damn. way.
2: Yeah, I'm the same <laughs> way.
1: <laughs> so you know, speaking on the you know, offensive line play, I, I feel like every position has like one part of the game that they just absolutely love that they're obsessed with. I obviously didn't really have that because all I did was snap and and try not to get hit while I was running downfield. But for for you as a lineman, like what was the one thing that when you knew a certain play was called that you're just like, oh man, I'm excited to do this on this play. Inside zone. That's
2: another no one. inside zone. That's a guard, uh, That's such a guard answer, the, man. I was just <laughs> say, inside zone. When you got the uh, when you got a three backside, you working a deuce combo with the tazer, oh, yeah. and you're trying to move him out.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside Wait, zone. Well, that's great because the you get to kind of pass off that defensive tackle. You got to hope that the ta- uh, your tackle's fast enough to get there and reach him. Or if he doesn't, uh-huh. he's the one getting chewed out. You know, here's inside no, zone. Yep, PJ did his question. job. Where were you? Where are you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just saying, the coach, the, the inside zone, the tackles get left out to dry. Go to in film session if they're not fast enough to get there, which a lot oh, of yeah, times yeah. they're not. It's <laughs> just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, inside zone. That's
2: my that and um power, you know you gotta put power huh? mm, Yeah, um i like i really like insert and i really like outside zone i'm still trying to get better at that but that's one of my favorite play- my favorite teams too.
0: now uh pj a lot of people know you as a great football player a lot of listeners that we have are going to learn a little more about you and how much you mm-hmm. like football here but you know as a person you know we like to get uh our, our, our listeners a little more inundated with you know who yeah. you are so it, just a little light-hearted question here what what albums have you uh, really enjoyed this past year, just music-wise?
2: To be honest, I really don't listen to music like that. Oh, uh, really? Wow. Know, um, I like uh, uh, Brent uh, Fayot. I don't know if y'all heard of him. Yeah. I really listen to uh, Adele's album. Sorry. Really? There's no hate here. That's she, awesome. She, uh, <laughs> to be honest, that's I really don't listen to music like that. I don't just sit and scroll and look through like people right. who. Uh, Come out with uh, different albums or mixtapes or whatever. So, it's so
1: yeah, before a game, like, what do you do? You not listen to music? You not one of those I, people? I do not. Interesting. Interesting. I was I, I that one guy. Know.
2: <laughs> I just, you know, when I first came back from fo- my football, my first year, I did. But after probably my junior, year, I, I didn't listen to football. I mean, I didn't listen to to, uh, to music. I don't know. I
0: just feel like I'm just self motivated. You're just better locked in that way. Also, you don't need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. to
2: stay calm you know, before the game, you know, not to like get too emotional. Well, what, what do you do before?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say, what do you do before the game then? Like, what's your, like, your go-to? You just kind of chill in your locker? And- Andre,
2: um, just chill in my <laughs> locker. You know, that's, that's really it. I, I look at other people, what they doing, you know. i get a laugh here or not. You know, uh, you, know <laughs> right. you got some teammates – they they sing they rap every every word of the song so they so loud sometimes.
1: There's so the one like, linebacker who throws up. Yeah, that too.
2: Yeah, oh, you got a DB, you got a DB dancing everywhere. So yeah. Oh, they, I
0: mean, like, I'm wondering why they're cramping up in the third quarter. I'm like, well, you right. just played a quarter in the in the in the locker room <laughs> beforehand, for, right. not a concert. I'm like, let's is- just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. I got one more question for you, PJ, before we let you go. Uh, another lighthearted question for you here, and, and definitely a lineman question. Um, uh, you know, living with Sean, we definitely ate a lot in our time in college. And I know mm-hmm. linemen love to, to eat, obviously. If there was one food that you could just eat limitlessly, what mm-hmm. would it be? Spaghetti meatballs. Really? Spaghetti and meatballs. That is an interesting. That's my favorite meal. I I never get tired of
2: it. I never get tired of it.
1: Every time I come home,
2: that's what I tell my mom. (laughs) Aren't you from a southern
1: state, or am I crazy? I hear you. Are you from a southern? Where? What state are you from? I'm from uh, Louisiana. You're not picking any of the like Cajun food or anything like that. You're going with not, no, 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 I'm Joe, 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 don't get on
0: Italian Jack, Joe. He, <laughs> he, he, he can't let anybody else enjoy pasta. That, that's his problem. Well, the, no, it's, you, it's, a, fair, it's to, a
2: fair, question question. No way. You're
0: gonna, come on now. <laughs> I'm
1: not no. a, I'm not a, I'm not a big gumbo person. Because uh, 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 I feel fries. like everyone I talk to from Louisiana is like they swear by uh, Cajun food, and I no, it's I, good. I
2: no, don't, don't get me wrong. It's, yeah. good. it's just I just rather spaghetti meatballs and, like tacos or something.
0: It's
1: yeah,
2: just
0: okay. he, he does his bit with everybody. He's expecting oh, you to say like beignets or something. That. You stink, Joe. You stink. <laughs> so it doesn't matter how big the bowl is for the spaghetti. It's just gonna it's gonna get uh, annihilated, basically. Oh no, yeah, know, you, yeah. yeah <laughs> 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 oh, that's great.
1: All right, PJ, that's all we have for you, man. Really appreciate you taking the time. Good luck at the I, CGS. Thank you. I appreciate uh, y'all having me on, though. Yeah, of course. All right, have a good one, PJ. You too.